the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program is sponsored by Max Out Savings Advisors. The views expressed during the broadcast are solely for entertainment purposes and do not necessarily express the views of KNTH, its management, Max Out Savings Advisors, or its sponsors. Max Out Savings Advisors and members of the Max Out Savings team may or may not hold securities mentioned during the show. Plan for your prosperity. Prepare for your retirement. Safeguard your savings. And nurture your investments. This is the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Now, here's your host from Max Out Savings Advisors, Ted Gioka. Good Saturday morning and welcome to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka and we are talking savings, investments, and your retirement here. As always, on the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's more popular financial radio shows. We've been on the air for over a decade uh, and uh, we're on Saturdays and uh, also Sundays now. I think, is it 3 o'clock? I think it's 3 o'clock. I'm not sure. Yeah, but it's live here at 10 o'clock and... uh, we're talking savings and investments. Our motto and our philosophy is to <laughs> save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's save aggressively and invest conservatively. That's the key to building up wealth over the long term. And, and, and so we always like to talk about that at the start of the show. We really started the show a decade ago because there was just a huge savings problem. There's still a savings problem. Things are improving. People are starting to understand the need to put away more and more money. I think that's going to starting to really accelerate now with uh, with government spending out of control. So where you, where are you going to get your 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 funds? And so it's going to be more important than ever to have sort of a backup plan in place to some extent. And so so you really want to try to make sure that that you're taking care of along those lines. And and, and so first. You put away as much money as you can into your 401k, your 403b, your 457 plans. And then from there, uh, you can expand savings into other areas. But first, you want to put it there, kind of automatic, pay-yourself-first type of programs. And so this this way you know – I have to get some coffee here. I'm still waking up here. Uh, the uh, The – Really, the so so you start out there and you put away as much money as you can, and and then you 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 set up different other areas outside investments, uh, real estate, uh, savings accounts, those type of things uh, to expand your 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 savings. As you as you get closer to retirement, you want to try to have the house paid off. Uh, that that is another really big big thing that, that 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 we think is so important and and our, our our uh we've got it set up so we we're that that's what we we're doing it that's the way you want to do it 
and so you're always building up wealth as you go along. And, and as you get closer to, to, to the house paying off, that's another, quote, savings program. And all of these things, you're building up wealth, you're building up savings. And this is it's just so important. And, and one of the things I wanted to uh, touch base on here today, let me see here, okay. Last week, we talked about super savers saving over 20% or more in some of the values that they had. Uh, the, uh, you know, look, looking at that, I mean, again, it, it, it's really, and, and the interesting thing about that is, is I'm just going to cover this again one more time. I wanted to kind of just touch base on it. It wasn't that they, they saved money by not having their latte at Starbucks. That helped. But but I tell you where, where the big difference really came in between super savers and regular savers was really housing. And, and, and this made up a huge difference between housing and utilities. Uh, it, it worked out to be a, 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 a pretty large number, about 12%. In between those two, and, and it, 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 which was really surprising, when they really studied the super savers, they uh, they, they they realized that that the housing was the big deal. So, so, so uh, understand for savings, and we we discussed some of that today. Today, what I want to also uh, cover what is is what to do with inheritance. We've gotten a lot of questions on that. Uh, recently, and and the what 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 we see what what we see with, with an inheritance is it, it, it it's it's not like a, a typical it's somewhat similar to a, I, I tell you what the best way to really look at inheritance is really an IRA rollover more than anything else oh I'm retiring from the company I'm I'm going to sit there and take my IRA rollover and roll it yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna roll over my IRA into an IRA rollover and uh, have it managed. Yeah, fine, okay. Nobody comes to us it, 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 and says, uh, you know, Ted, I'm retiring next week. I'm taking the money out of the out of the 401k plan. We're rolling it over. We're going to take, it, it happens once in a while, but rarely. We're going to take out $100,000, $200,000 out of the IRA rollover to pay off the house, and then we're going to take another 50000 to pay off the debt, uh, the credit card debt, in it, it, different things, and then we're going to take another 20000 out to take a trip. Uh, that never, it rarely ever happens. Once in a while, people want to do something in a specific case, but it doesn't. But with inheritances, we sometimes see the, the act. Some, you know, it's kind of the same thing, and you need to understand that. Uh, oftentimes, people's first response is, "Well, I'm going to pay off the credit card debt," and you want to pay off some of the credit card debt. And we've we've actually had clients, you know, that that that, that got inheritances or uh, inherited. IRAs and, and and they take out money to pay off the credit cards, it, it and we really have to kind of point. We we don't think that's a good idea, and here's the reason why: is typically what we see it, it, over our twenty five plus years in in managing people's retirement is we, we we they will pay down the credit cards and then they go up. Credit cards tend to cycle up and down, up and down. People, they make a little more money, they pay off the credit cards, and then something else comes up and they go back up again. So if you pay off the credit card debt, typically a lot of times what we see is four or five years later, the credit card debt's right back where it was, and your inheritance is gone. And so our philosophy is is you want to ring fence the inheritance similar to an IRA rollover. And so you really don't want to take any money out of there 
uh, maybe you make you know a little money for hey a trip or something or 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 just to try to if you're really struggling to you know to a little bit out each month to try to get the credit card debt down but but you, you want to view an inheritance as an as very similar to an IRA rollover and you don't touch it you use the money for your retirement and then you use the money to to uh you know for an estate for your children and and that's that's the way it should be viewed i i think women are a little better than this at men i i think women in particular really watch over inheritances like a hawk and uh because it came typically from their if it came from their side of the family and but but even it, we see the same thing in men and women oftentimes uh wh- where they make the mistakes of trying to pay the pay off the credit card debt or the house and and the other thing is i actually believe it's harder to pay off to build up a nest egg than it is to than it is to 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 come in and 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 put in money to uh to pay off debt I think it, it because it's very hard unless if you're doing a 401k plan you put away that 10% plus a that's the reason why we push on that so much on the max out savings show is that's the best way to build up wealth over the long term and, and so so we, we it, it's the simplest and it's the easiest way it's the surest way to become a millionaire and so this is why we talk so much about it on the show whereas because outside of that to try to build up wealth is is extremely hard to build up two or three hundred or four hundred thousand dollars is really hard over a you know a, a two or three year period but it, it, and so but it it's easier to sit there and try to pay off debt and just work each month keep your expenses low and pay off debt it, 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 people tend to focus on that a little bit more it, it, and so what I think I think the better way to do is that because if you pay attention to the debt and paying the debt off and keep the 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 money over off to the side and ring fence it off and protect it, then it's there. So even if you falter on your debt to some extent and it's still there, your money's still there. So there's nothing lost in the whole equation, and that's what I want you to understand. Same thing with the house. Typically, a house has a mortgage, and so if you do nothing, if you don't pay off the house, the the, the mortgage should eventually be paid off, and then you have additional pool of money to work with. Whereas if you take take the inheritance, pay off the house, oftentimes they go, oh wow, we have extra money. It's so easy to take the extra money from not having a house payment to spend it versus putting it away and saving it. So if you try to sit there. And, and take the inheritance and just ring fence it off and try to pay off thousands. Now, let's give you an example. Let's say you're 55 years old. You've got a 30-year house note. Maybe you take a little of the money, uh, pay down the debt to some extent, set it up on a 15-year. So so at least the house is paid off in 70. You still have your, your, your pool of money over here. Your, your house is going to be paid off at age 70. It, and, and again, our, our target for, for paying off the house for retirement is within two years of retirement on either side, two years before or two years after. That gives you a four-year window. That's a big window to have the house paid off. Remember, the planning we're doing for retirement isn't for the day you retire. The planning we're doing for retirement is 10 and 20 years in the future. That's that's when it's going to be more important to sit there and, and deal with these type of issues. And so this is something that we want to continue to sit there and look at and, and follow. But, but those are some of the things. If you're not careful with the retirement, if you don't 
the inheritance, if you don't ring fence it like we talk, it's it's kind of like a lottery. 70%, I've, I've seen all types of different numbers. The number of people seems to be revolve around is about 70% of the people lose the money from a lottery. That's because the money goes to the head. They start spending money like crazy. Everyone's asking for money all the time. It's a huge drain on them, and eventually they, they lose all the money. If you don't tell anybody you won the lottery, if you put the lottery in a thing and don't change things very much or make an investment somewhere, nobody – it's not any big deal. But – and you should kind of view the inheritance like that. Like I said, I don't – I really – I don't think the inheritance is like a lottery. I really don't. It's really – it, 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 in, in people's minds and stuff, it's much more like a four, like an IRA rollerball. No, people don't really think about that, but that's really what it is, and that's how it should be viewed. And, and, and you want to protect it for your retirement, for your estate, for your children, and and that's really important thing. Uh, some of the other things, uh, it, it's the the other thing with with the inheritance too. It's not like the lottery; it's so unexpected. Whereas, as the IRA rollover, you know, eventually you're going to retire. I, and and I do think they're very similar, but but I've never seen anybody really compare them two together. But I, I really think that that's it. Uh, th- that I, I think they're very similar in nature. Uh, what <laughs> what else do we have here? Uh, also, when you're paying off your house. So rather than paying off the house, you ring fence the money, you set it up so you refinance or you continue paying off your house so it's paid off at retirement. Again, keep in mind, if we've got $100,000 worth of debt left on the house in the, over the next 10 years or so, if it's paid off in 10 years, that means we have another $100,000 in, quote, in theory, savings. So that in, in the house went up in value as well. So what, what you're doing is is – Paying off a house in many ways is almost an, a forced savings account. And, and, and if you if you look at it like that, the key to retirement is keeping things very, very, very simple. We, you know, we we've dealt with years ago. I remember we, we well over time we worked with a lot of people from the oil companies. And years ago, I remember Arthur Anderson would would uh, come up with huge programs for some of the retirement. You know, they were two inches thick, but a lot of people just wouldn't pay attention or wouldn't follow them. What we find is if you keep things very simple. On, on one piece of paper, kind of getting your numbers of what you need and what you're expecting, what you plan to do, your general targets, you're much likely able to beat it versus a complex plan. Most very, very smart people have tried tr- struggle with a complex plan, uh, e- even very smart people, whereas most people can follow a pretty simple plan. And, and so th- that's, that's how you want to kind of uh, deal with this. You want to keep it very simple. You want to ring fence it. You don't want to change very much. Uh, and you do want to try to, the other thing is you really want to try to get the credit cards paid down as much as possible by retirement as well. Those are the other ones that can really get you over time and understand a home loan, a car loan are designed to be paid off and go to zero. So you can, it's going to get paid off. A credit card is specifically designed, they don't ever want you to pay it off. They'd much rather you be paying them a big chunk of money every single month in paying interest on the credit card. So you have to understand eventually you have to work to get the credit cards paid off. It takes work to get a credit card paid off. It takes no work to pay off the auto loan or the home loan. You just got to put it away each month. Anyway, tell you what, uh, we'll be right back. If you've got any questions or comments, go to the website or uh, maxoutsavings.com or you can give us a call at 713 713- 339-1070 here at the Max Out Savings Show.
The Max Out Saving Show with Ted Gioka is taking your calls now at 713-339-1070. Ted Gioka will return after these messages. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Saving Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. The Max Out Saving Show returns now with your host, Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we are talking savings, investments, and your retirement is always here on the Max Out Savings Show. You can call us up at 713-339-1070. Uh, you can also participate by getting the free Max Out Savings Report, which comes out about <laughs> once a month. And we've got to write another one up here pretty quickly, so we'll be sending it out talking about savings, investments, the world today. It's all free. I write this to help you out. Just go to the website, maxoutsavings.com, and we'll get you set up. The And you can also call us at 713-339-1070. Uh, the, uh, looking, you know, I, I tell you what, I've just been watching what's going on with with Britain. The British are trying to, to exit the European Union, and so they had a vote, and they decided to leave the European Union. And and if sometimes we think our government doesn't function, 
the Brits have gone completely off the rails over there. I think they have uh, April 12th. Is it April 12th? And they can they get another week or two. They're going to have to do a hard break. <laughs> they, the, 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 uh, the Europeans have completely outfoxed them and come up with some, uh, with, uh, with, with, <laughs> I think it's the uh, Irish border with Ireland. Uh, some problems, and and so now they can't get any agreements at all, and they're feuding back and forth in 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 the, in the parliament. The parliament tricked the prime minister into letting them set it up, and now it's a complete disaster, and it's getting worse and worse and worse over there. And they have two weeks to decide whether to leave the European Union. Uh, this is the biggest mess. Uh, and and then oh, and then if it just does, can't get any worse in Europe. There is uh, Angela Merkel, uh, Barack Obama showed up in in Germany. Angela Merkel is just thrilled that 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 Barack Obama graced uh, you know her doorstep, and, and and so you know now she has somebody that she can sort of agree with and get along, unlike Donald Trump, and and it's just. Uh, we we had we, we had uh employment numbers this week we had some of the lowest jobless claims numbers since 1969 we've had the we had the lowest jobless numbers since the 1960s that was a man on the moon we put the man on the moon the first time we had the last time we had better job jobs market than we have today think about that now what what's really scary i tell you what's really scary about that is it's been nearly is it 50 years? It's been nearly 50 years. Why can't we put another man on the moon? I mean, how hard is that? I mean, Elon Musk could do that. It, it's, But if you think about it, uh, it's been 50 years. That's the strangest thing that we would not go back up to the moon. That, people, people were absolutely spellbound. I mean, classes stopped. Everyone was watching. The whole world was literally watching. They couldn't believe we put a, a man on the moon. It was the most remarkable thing anybody had ever seen. And then... And then we don't do anything for 50 years. It, it's just, it's absolutely incredible that we haven't done anything. Uh, but but I digress somewhat to from the, from the jobs market. I mean, it's a phenomenally good jobs market. And compare this to uh, industrial production in, in Germany year to year over year was down 8%. I mean, it's a disaster over there. I mean, Europe is flooded with immigrants. Angela Merkel flooded Germany with immigrants. And one of the mo- most remarkably stupid things I've ever seen a, a, a government do is Germany needed more workers. They've got they they have their auto companies. They've got industrial. It's really an industrial powerhouse over there, and and so they needed more workers. Well, in the United States, what happened when we needed more and cheaper workers? They moved the plants from the north to the south. It was, you know, it was cheaper labor. There was more labor, and so they moved them down. <laughs> Instead, the Germans said, "Well, what we'll do is we'll just flood the country with with immigrants." And and, and so, rather than moving the factories to Spain and in 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 Italy and in France and cheaper places, well, Spain and Italy, they, they keep them all up there. Flood the Europe with immigrants, and now the Europeans, the the people in Europe are furious about the immigration problem. The, the Italians and the Spanish, particularly Italians, went out of the EU. They're fed up with it. They have they have 50% unemployment in the South where they could have put those factories from Germany, but they didn't. And it just shows you the absolute utter incompetence of the Europeans compared to the United States. In the United States, best labor market in 50 years. Things are going well here. I mean, it's our stock market's doing well. Uh, it, it, uh, Germany, 
a disaster. China, a disaster. China's in horrible trouble. They, they, they have the high, over 350% debt levels in, in China. China is overbuilt, overcapacity, overpolluted. Everything about it is a disaster. And now they've, their solution is to move back to hardline communism. So there's a lot of problems in the world, but the one good place is actually the United States. Tell you what, let's take a call from, who is that? Morgan. Morgan, how you doing? Hey, how you doing? Um, Good. Just, just real, just a real quick uh, question. Yeah. You, you were just talking about, um, you know, paying off your house. Mm-hmm. It's like a, it's like a, like a savings account, or like. Yes. Uh, yeah. So, I, can you just expound it just a little bit more for me? Because it was that sounds very interesting, and I'll just, I'll just listen. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Look, I mean, this is my thinking on the house is at a minimum. You'd like to your house paid off at retirement or within two years either way. So once once your house is paid off, you no longer have a house payment. And once you get past 65, your your taxes are frozen on the house, so they'll never go up. Now, understand, Morgan, once you retire, you have if you're married, you've got a probably about a I would say a 50 percent chance one of y'all lives to be close to 90 years old. That's another uh, that's another 25 years. So if you can freeze your taxes on your house and if you can have your house paid off, that means the only thing that really go up is your utilities and your insurance, which means you kind of frozen your housing costs, which is a big chunk of uh, of people's expenditures. And and so 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 this is why we we like to see you have it, it, it paid off but it, and just looking at, at housing in general for 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 a lot of people it's about 23% of their thing and you add in the you add in the uh utilities it's probably 20 to 25 to 30% of their expenses so that's a huge chunk off of your savings which of your expenses once you retire which means you have to save less money now as far as the savings to your question it's kind of like a savings account is Let's say you have a $200,000 house. You put down 10 or 20%. First-time home buyers can get 10%. So you can even put down 20000 You save the money. You get a 30-year mortgage. And let's say you're 30 years old. By the time you're 60, you have the house paid off. So so you started out with 20000 Now you've got 200000 But typically after 30 years, that house is probably worth anywhere between two or three to 10 times more than it was before. So you've created another wealth-gaining machine. So when you're saving for retirement, you've got your retirement savings, Morgan, uh, which you put away each month in your, your 401k, and then you have your house as well. And if you have that house paid for, that's just another big chunk of savings. And with the house paid for, what that means is you need less money saved for retirement because your expenses are less. You, you, you probably reduced your expenses by paying off your house at least 10 to 15 percent at reti- at retirement. That is massive. And the other thing you've, you have is you now have an asset. And let's say you, you, you live another 20 years and you decide, well, I can't stay in the house anymore. I'm just going to have to... I'll move in with one of my kids or I'll move into a home. Then you sell your house and you've got a chunk of money to pay for those expenses. So I believe people oftentimes don't really view the house as a savings. And too many times today we're seeing people take out home home equity loans and things on their home when they should really just try to get it paid off. If you can get your house paid off at retirement, you are so far ahead of most people. And then just with your Social Security, a lot of people can get by. It's it's pretty remarkable. And then you put your savings in on top of it, and typically it's a pretty – the big three things you got to do, get your house paid off, save 10%, 
actually two things, and just have your Social Security, that's three, and, and you're going to be pretty well set for retirement. Good question. 713-339-1070 here in the Max Out Savings Show. Um, what else do we want to talk about here this week? Good economy. I mean, really, we, I touched base on that. Uh, the The market's expensive. Earnings are really I, – I think we're going to see some problems running in with earnings. I really do. Uh, things are very good. As we just talked about, uh, industrial production in Europe is down in, – in, in Germany was down 8% year over year. I forgot what the number was, about 1.2 or something monthly over there. Um, Slow down in China. 40% of the – S&P 5, 40 to 45% of the S&P 500, depending on what, what study you look at, comes from comes from overseas uh, earnings. So I think they're going to have a tough time of it, and this is something we want to watch out a little closer here. Um, <coughs> I, I wanted to also touch base on, on Social Security. This is another thing we, we talk about from time to time, and I, I wanted to just remind people of, of a few points. You can take Social Security uh, a couple, two or three years before you age 65, or you can delay it up to 70. So if if your retirement age is 70, 65, a lot of them are closer to 66. Now you can take it, you can take it a couple years uh, earlier, and, but you're going to accept less. Every year you, but if your retirement age is 65, that you can there's a, there's an allowance for a little earlier retirement. Or you can delay it to 70. Every year you hold off taking Social Security up to age 70 adds 8% to your income the next year. 8%. It works out to be about 0.66% per month. So every month you delay, your income goes up. You're getting from Social Security. And, and the thing now, there's a couple schools of thought in this. They said, "Hey, look, you want to take it as soon as possible. You put away the money, you invest it up, and you make more money, and and and, and you're and you're set for Social Security." I, I think that I, I I get that. My philosophy is to try to kind of idiot-proof this as much as possible, and this is sort of how I look at it. Let's say you hold off, you save for retirement, you're doing really well, and you're holding off as much as possible to age seventy. Boom! You're going to take you're going to take Social Security at age seventy, right? You you you're, the next day, a day after your birthday, boom! You walk out in the street, a car hits you, you you're, you're gone, you're dead. You didn't get to collect any Social Security. What a disaster! Well, you still have your savings there. Uh, you, you, the, your wife can use it, or it goes to the children. Fine. Now let's say, but. Let's say instead you start taking it 70, but you live to 95. That That's 25 years. Well, you're really going to appreciate that extra 8% every single year you're getting now because it, it, it adds up over time. It's 30 between 65, 66 uh, retirement and 70. It's about 32% difference. You're getting, so if you were going to get $2,000 at age 66, you're getting about $2,640 at age 70. But it's not. It's more than that. <laughs> Excuse me. I'm going to cough here today. Uh, it's more than that. You're also getting your cost of. Keep in mind, Social Security has a small cost of living adjustment. It goes up. Some years it doesn't go up any. Some years it goes up a percent, two or three percent sometimes. So it goes up every once in a while. So your cost of living is going up. Well, 
10 years from in, in the future, you're going to appreciate that extra $640 a month a lot more. It, and that's, a, again, that where, where you're going to need the money is over the longer term. It's like, look at Social Security as the annuity. It's not going to go up very much, but it's always going to generally be there unless you're wealthy and the government decides you don't get any, but that's a high-class problem. But but if you and, and you view your stocks as as more of a, your stock and bond investments as more of growth vehicles. Now, let's say we get a big inflation. <clears throat> the, the, the Democrats come in, they become socialists, they start spending money all over the place. You have a massive inflation, who knew, and, and things are in trouble. Well, <clears throat> at least if you have stocks in some other assets, and even if, you, if, you're, if you're shrewd on the bonds, you can kind of navigate through that and, and your income will go up exponentially during that time frame, even though your 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 Social Security will be trapped at a lower level. And, and so, think of the, of the Social Security as an annuity, an annuity income stream. Think of your stocks and bonds as your growth vehicles over the long term, and that's how you should look at it. But understand, every year you wait on Social Security, it's it's eight percent more. It's thirty two percent increase your income, and. And our general recommendation to people is to hold off as long as possible. Uh, <clears throat> again, it's more of really the idea, I, I'm going to put it away. We just see a lot of people, they get the extra money at Social Security when they're younger and they tend to spend it, and that's our concern. So anyway, that's on Social Security. If you got any other questions or comments, you can always give us a call at 713-339-1070. We'll be happy to answer your questions on those as well. Uh what else do we have this week? <clears throat> Fascinating story. We had the Lyft. Uh, Lyft was, uh, has just recently come public. There's Lyft and Uber, the big ride-sharing companies. Now, Ryan uses Uber. Uh, I've used Uber, but Lyft is very popular with a lot of people. It came out, it, it, it was originally priced at 60, 62 to 66. It went up to 70, 68 to 72. I think they priced it at 62. It ran up to 86 and then fell back down underneath the, the, uh, the price it was at. That's not a good sign because there's a whole lot of these unicorns, which are basically private companies that really aren't making any money that have multi-billion dollar uh multi-billion dollar market caps and they're all trying to get public because the market's very expensive right now the fact that that didn't price well is kind of a negative on the market so that's what something we want to start watching and see what's going to happen in there tell you what we'll be right back if you got any questions give us a call 713-339-1070 here on the max out savings show The Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioka will return shortly. To speak with Ted Gioka now, call 713-339-1070. Back in a moment with the Max Out Savings Show. This is Ted Gioka, host of the Max Out Savings Show, one of Houston's most popular financial radio shows, celebrating over a decade on the air in Houston, Texas. With stocks at record high valuations and interest rates near record lows, you need to have your guard up. You need to have a plan to manage risk to your retirement. Do you? At Max Out Savings Advisors, we have a risk-based value investing approach to your retirement. 
If you would like some help managing your retirement, go to MaxOutSavings.com to set up an appointment. That's MaxOutSavings.com. Downtime with your family? That's good. Downtime for your hydraulics-enabled equipment? Not so good. Cranes, specialized haulers, bucket and digger trucks. When they're not working, you're losing ground and money. South Coast Hydraulics can monitor, service, and repair the hydraulic systems that keep your equipment working. South Coast can design and install hydraulic systems for mobile and industrial applications, tool or press systems, complete manufacturing lines. When you think hydraulics, think South Coast Hydraulics. SCHydraulics.com. Hi, I'm Sam Malone. You know me as the host of The Morning Show right here on AM 1070, The Answer. But I'm also the owner of Houston's cutting-edge media company called 512 New Media. At 512 New Media, we create amazing videos the companies use on their websites, telling their story in bold colors with exciting animation and graphics. At 512 New Media, we also shoot television commercials and instructional videos. And if you want to show off your business from the air, we're ready to go with our drone video aircraft. Let us help you create your media message. We're online at 512newmedia.com or call 281-822-8803. 512 New Media is Houston's only media creation and distribution company that's actually owned by someone who's currently on the air. And that gives us an incredible edge when creating content for consumers to use on their laptops, tablets, and smartphones. Standing by to create your message for 512 New Media, 512newmedia.com. We return now to the Max Out Savings Show. Here's Ted Gioka. Welcome back to the Max Out Savings Show. I'm Ted Gioka, and we are talking savings, investments, in your retirement. And as always, tell you what, uh, we have a call from Charles to 713-339-1070. Hey, Charles, how's it going? Hey, yeah, good morning. Uh, listen, uh, last week I saw uh, a blurb uh, that came out on the news, and I think it was from this Senator Wyden. I'm not sure if he's from Massachusetts or the state of Washington or where he's from. But this guy, I mean, he's floated some really off-the-wall tax ideas in the past. But he's, there was something thrown out there about wanting to tax unrealized capital gains. Yeah, yeah, I think he's and from this, Washington. And to me, is about as bad as it gets. Uh, I, I don't understand how something like this could even be implemented I mean, for people for people to say own mutual funds and a mutual fund's got an unrealized capital gain, uh, how do people get taxed on that if you sell it ahead of time? And then number two, uh, what does this also say for people that maybe own a real estate? You have a house, a rental, or whatever and a price has been going up, are they going to tax people on that? I mean, this well, to me that, is just... Charles, they already are in the real estate market. Well, I, I guess what I'm saying is, is yeah. the whole thing just seems to me to be just totally ridiculous. Uh, uh, I, I'm not... I, I guess my thought is, is I, I would hope that this doesn't have much of a chance of passing to begin with. But uh, what are your thoughts on this? Uh, you know, I don't think it does. But I tell you what, I think you got to be careful because there's a lot of this stuff going on out there. There's probably more support. And what this is coming from is the idea of a wealth tax. And it's been tried in Europe, I want to say, 16 times. Uh, there's only four places it's been left over there. It's been pretty much of a disaster. But what what here's what they're dealing with is you're getting – a number of people out there with massive fortunes parked in in stocks, and uh, and they're not paying any taxes. And, and, and so, 
you know how how do you deal with 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 that type of thing in 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 and that's what's difficult uh now you can say in an ira uh you 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 could get some i i think a couple things uh, i i think eventually we're going to have to do something with that and i think maybe one of the things we do is as far as the estate tax goes we say look that's fine you your tax you, you know whoever you own these companies but once you're gone, you get a hundred million dollar endowment, and that's it. So you're not parking thirty billion dollars in a massive endowment that basically becomes a, a small, fun- small functioning government because it's so powerful. And, and so we we need to find a way to get this money back into the system to some extent. And, and, and so, because this is this is the problem, these billionaires are causing a lot of people for problems for hardworking people out there. Uh, I, I think they need to raise the estate tax minimum. Uh, I, I think it should be based on it, right now. It's a, it's twelve or thirteen million per per. I think it should be per child. Personally, I think they need to expand that. And I, and I think we need to move. We need <laughs> we need to make it so it's easier for for people to become worth a million, two million, ten million, fifty million dollars. And then once people get in the multi billion dollar, I think it's I, I think we've got to come up with some way. To eventually somehow get that some of that money back, it, and what we're running into with these super wealthy people is they're all parking it in, in foundations, in the in the, in the money is never taxed. And meanwhile, you and I and everyone else are paying the taxes. So, so I think this is a very dangerous thing because it means people that say are saving Exxon stock or something else could be forced to pay a tax. And so this this is a real problem out there. No, I I I, I think what you're saying makes sense, perfect sense, and I think. Uh, uh, you know, I mean, between the foundations and these big family trusts that everything is parked, you know, it's like these guys, these people, they, they you know, they're not willing to bring that up. And, and to me, there's a lot of money stashed there, and maybe they need to start looking at it. I'm just thinking that something like this would be absolutely a nightmare to administer uh, from the standpoint of the government and everybody else. I mean, if you think the taxes are bad now in terms of trying to figure it out, I mean, this would just, the complexity would just go through the roof. I I, I think exactly what you're saying is, is I think that uh, you can't have Jeff Bezos and these people running around here with this a massive, these massive fortunes, and when they, when they, when they meet their maker, the, fa- the rest of the family just doesn't, doesn't, you know, there, there has to be a way that some of that is, is, you know, in other words, taxed in a sense, but in a reasonable manner. Yeah, yeah. And and, and and I think you bring up a good point there. Yeah, th- thanks, Charles. Yeah, I mean, this is, look, th- this is a real concern because, and the reason I bring up some of this is not that I want to get these people, but it's like what we have to stop and prevent is the person worth a million, two million, ten million, twenty million, or even thirty or forty million from those people getting all their wealth taken from them. And, and that's, that's the real concern. And and so what we want is we want to create a platform in the United States where everybody has a chance to become wealthy and stuff and build up. And so this is one of the real challenges of our time. And, and But, yeah, it's it's a problem, and it's scary to see this type of stuff going on with the, with the wealth tax on stocks. Well, it, it, and it seems kind of – it seems surprising that, you know, way back when they, they, they busted up John D. Rockefeller when he had a monopoly on the oil – but yet we got these people running around just running amok, and I mean, and at what point does you know is too much too much? You know, I mean, it just 
I mean, I, I don't know. I just think that uh, there needs to be a, a good dialogue on that, I believe. Yeah. No, it's, you know, uh, the, uh, yeah, it, 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 I think this is one of the real tough challenges of our time. And you're, you're hearing all of these people kind of talking about it. And I think the Federal Reserve has really not done anybody any favors flooding the system with money. And it's really going all up at the top on a, in asset prices. And, and, and I, I, think, I think they really need to work to ensure the next generation underneath these people have chances to build up wealth. And, and that's the real challenge of our time. Okay. Well, thanks uh, for your insight, Ted. Okay. Thanks, Charles. Yeah, good, good question there. I mean, look, I think this is uh, – I mean, there's people that want to take everybody's money away from it, and, and this is the challenge to stop. And it, it's real difficult to defend this when, when you have the people like that. And, and, and one of the real concerns we're seeing is, particularly with these foundations, keep in mind – these big foundations tend to almost – it's very unusual for them to stay conservative over time. For, for whatever reason, these people set up these foundations, and they tend to be very conservative people. You know, uh, the Rockefellers were very conservative, deeply religious people, and then all of a sudden that Rockefeller Foundation has more and more become a liberal bastion. And, and, and that, that's what tends to happen in, 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 in endowments, in organizations, is they tend for whatever reason to become much more liberal as well. And, that, and that's an additional threat there. But uh, the other one, the other one are, the, are these big endowments at many of these schools. I think there ought to be a certain percentage required to be spent on tuition to keep the tuition down every year on them. I mean, this idea of building these perpetual money pools up there, I think, is becoming a real problem in this country. And <clears throat> so the challenge for our time is how to do that. And the best way to do it is a capitalist system with a fair tax rate with with some eliminations. And, and if we have tax breaks at the top for all these people, at the, the problem is, is everyone else isn't getting them underneath. And this is... This is uh, something we're going to have to deal with. I, I think the, the politics are going to be very divisive in the next year and a half. I mean, it's pretty much self-explanatory. And uh, I think it is going to be affecting the market. And I think I am shocked at some of the ideas I'm hearing coming from the Democrats. I mean, honestly, I, I think I could run a Chinese communist uh, person for president on the Democratic side, and he would come across as the more conservative reason person i mean i some of the stuff is just truly astonishing what these people are saying and 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 so and and the dangerous thing is is nobody thought a lot of these people ever had a chance i mean no one thought the bolsheviks would ever take over russia uh no one thought that some you know young radical named pol pot would would you know take over cambodia no one gave some you know 20 something year old radical named Fidel Castro a chance and look into a super prosperous country like Cuba at the time, which was a very prosperous country. And, but these things have a way of happening. So you've got to keep your guard up and you've got to continue to save money and try to build up wealth. Tell you what, if you've got any other questions or comments, 713-339-1070. That's 713-339-1070 here at the Max Out Saving Show. We are live today on Saturday. And so if you've got a question, give us a call. Uh, Interest rates are starting to creep up again a little bit. We really have had one of the big stories for 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 this first quarter has been a couple of them. Huge move in oil prices. The number one asset class has been oil, up thirty something percent in the first quarter, which is fantastic for Houston, Texas, by the way. Uh also the drop in uh interest rates really in the last six months, the ten years gone from about three point two five down to about two point 
four, which is a huge drop in interest rates. And, and people are trying to figure out why this is happening. At the same time, short-term rates have gone up, and we have what's known as a, a flat yield curve, which simply means that, to give you an example, I think I actually printed it up here. Let's see. Do we have it? Maybe not. Uh, the 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 Looking at the different... Uh, well, had some here, so anyway, somewhere. Uh, but but basically, if you look at the two year, is about two point three percent. A ten year is about two point four five percent, and and I, I want to say it's about two point four percent on a one year bond. So basically, you get the same, very close to the same rate from three months out to six months on bonds right now, which is that's called the flat yield curve. It was actually inverted slightly a week or so back. And it backed down a little bit. Here it is, right here. Um, the 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 three month bond is yielding two point four four. Uh, one year is two point four three. Two years two point three five. And the uh, seven years two point four. The ten year is at two point five. So it moved up a little bit. And uh, so. Uh, so basically, <laughs> now that yield curve, the 10 years going back up, so we don't have the inverted yield curve, but we have a very flat yield curve. That tends to lead to a slowdown sometime in the future. It could be three months into the future, or it could be two years into the future. So this is something we want to watch, and this is uh, something that we need to, you know, that that this is why you saw the market sell off here about three months at the end of the year, because people were concerned about a slowdown because of this flat yield curve. Now, a couple advantages. You can get a pretty good rate. The, the, these are on Treasury. So keep in mind, these are the safest, most liquid investments in the world. And you can get, for one year, 2.4%. Remember, two years ago, we got virtually nothing. On, on a three-month Treasury bill, you get 2.44%. You got close to zero in 2016. So now you can park money and raise cash levels and still get paid something out. That's the safest. And there you can get a little more sometimes on CDs. You can get a little more on, on different types of bonds as well. But short-term bonds are yield. There's no difference from long-term bonds. So this is kind of an opportunity that, that, that you have right now. Our, our feeling is is that corporate bonds are overpriced in here to some extent. We, we, we think there's too, much, there's too much corporate debt in the system right now, and the next slowdown is going to cause some real problems there. So we like very high-quality corporates, and we like treasuries and CDs on the shorter end right now. It's a small... Uh, it's a small drop off on yield, but but you're picking up a lot of quality, and in particularly with Treasuries liquidity. And remember, in a crisis, liquidity is very important, and those Treasuries are very liquid. So there's a real advantage there to those. So that's something to think about, and that's that's what's known as a flat yield curve. A in a typical world, that the ten year is at two point five. I'm just kind of making some numbers up. The the one year might be at one percent. It, it, and then it, it and then make point seven five and a half a year, and then maybe a five year is at a as a two. That's the typical yield curve. It, you get paid more the further out you invest in your bond or your CD, the higher the yield is, of course. And but right now they're kind of even across the board. Something that that. It's called the flat yield curve. So anyway, so a lot of interesting things. Earlier we were covering uh, on, on the show about inheritance. Our philosophy in inheritance is 
is you should treat an inheritance like you do if you're retiring from 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 uh, your company and you're taking the money from the 401k into an IRA. So you're not opening an IRA, but it's kind of the same thing. So you ring fence your IRA, your inheritance. You don't use it to pay down credit card debt because it'll generally go back up, but you ring fence it and use it for your retirement and for your for the future. And so it, oftentimes we see too many people that view the inheritance as like winning the lottery, and that's not what it is. It's it's really much more closely aligned to an IRA rollover. So you have to look at it that way, and so you, you, you want to keep it separate. You don't want to use it to pay off the house with the exception of maybe making some adjustments to shorten your payoff period on their house, and you use it for your retirement to expand up your wealth. So something to think about. An inheritance is not a lottery. It's more like an IRA rollover. Now, you don't get the tax advantage of an IRA rollover, of course. But anyway, tell you what, if you need some help, go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. That's maxoutsavings.com. Sign up for our free newsletter. If you need help with your retirement, I'll be happy to sit down with you and go over your financial situation. Just go to our website, maxoutsavings.com. Sign up for an appointment, request an appointment, or sign up for that free newsletter. Remember our motto, save aggressively, invest conservatively. We'll see you next week right here on the Max Out Savings Show. This has been the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioca, a presentation of Max Out Savings Advisors. Join us next Saturday at 10 a.m. for the Max Out Savings Show with Ted Gioca on AM 1070, The Answer. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.